Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Murder. Murder. Welcome to Death Do Us Part podcast hosted by my wife, Jamie. Hello. And myself, Mark. What up, y'all? Hi. We were a little off on that one. Huh. A little bit. That's take two. Yeah. So. Take two. I fucked it up the first time, but whatever. Wasn't me. Yeah. I pressed stop in the middle of uh, us talking. <laughs> I can't re- restart it, so eh, whatever. take two, but uh, it's the best we're going to do right now. Pretty but, much. Uh, mm-hmm. Oh, so what is going on, babe? I'm tired. I, I'm a little tired, too. We've had two trips. We went to New York mm-hmm. and pretty much back-to-back with Texas, mm-hmm. and I want to move to Texas. I also want to move to Texas. Austin is fucking awesome. Um, the food there, best barbecue hands down I've had. And Terry I've, Black's barbecue. Babe, you know how good ghetto food is yeah, here? Oh yeah. And the barbecue, barbecue is good in Chicago. It is. It, you know, if you go mm-hmm. to the right spot. The best fucking barbecue I've I've had hands down. Oh yeah, I and it was expensive, so I kind of felt bad. But I I wanted an, a second one. No, another fucking pound and a half. The guy cutting meat. it was like, "How many do you want?" And I'm like, two. And he showed me the one. He's like, "This is one. Are you sure you want two? I'm like, "Uh, my dude, you are lucky. I do not want four. <laughs> I know. You do not see what I have I to know. feed." I, w- I was a little upset with the mac and cheese side because it was just a little fucking cup of mac and cheese. Well, that's the size I ordered you. Why didn't that's you give not- me a big one? You know what? Ooh. Ooh, you okay? Yeah, my bad. Jeez. You're tearing shit up. Shut up. Um, Babe, you know I love mac and I cheese. Mean, I I honestly, I was like a pound and a half of meat on a fucking dinosaur leg. Like, we should be fine. Right. I was wrong. Uh, yeah, I was ready for another, and Jax, poor Jax, got the fucking got the meat, meat sweats. sweats man. Oh, did he get it bad. Babe, he had barbecue in his hair. It was everywhere. <laughs> Every- <laughs> At one point, we finally just stopped telling him to wipe his mouth. We're uh, like, it, it, Yeah, just, it. kid, Whatever. go at it. Enjoy. Yeah, Whatever. do what you got to do. Yep. I think we got a picture of him with, I do, with, with the, the bone. W- and with the fucking beef stick in his mouth. Yeah, right, right. No, it was good. The green beans, man. Yeah, it was best barbecue, mm-hmm. hands down. Um, I know we've been told Austin is kind of expensive to live in, but the suburbs around it. Yeah. And I've been years ago in the suburbs around it, and it's 
babe, I, I, I love it. I was so pissed that I love we it. lost a day. I lost a day. I yeah, got so you, sick. You got so sick. Your sugar was oh sky God. high, and then you bolused, and then, and then I it hit. Yeah, it hit mm. you all at once. I could not. Get I felt it down. so bad. We well, and I and, felt and bad. I tried. Ke- I, I I felt bad for little man because like he could only play so much Xbox. Well, I didn't want to worry you guys either and be like, well, my sugar is 800. That is why I cannot physically move yeah. myself out of bed. I didn't want you guys to worry. Yeah. And you guys were getting pissed. You thought I was just sleeping. When in reality... No, but when you came up on the rooftop, yeah. I, I could tell you were sick. And I went, I went from probably around 800 to about 130 in an hour. It, less than so that. I was like, we have to go downstairs before... I have to call our buddies' buddies. Yeah. <laughs> so. Or yeah, nine one one. Yeah, I was. Uh, I was so. I don't I was know so what mad. it was. I missed lunch with my cousin, and like yeah. I, I was pissed. I don't know what it was either. I just, we we just didn't eat anything crazy. I didn't eat at all. Well, that and that's your just, problem. It just would not. And unfortunately, I have a lot of days like that where it just doesn't come down. No, I'll eat no the pancreas same thing. Will do right. that. I'll eat the same thing, and I'll bolus the same amount. And it just it goes up and up and up and up and up, and then two days later, I eat the same thing and bowls the same amount, and I'm I bottom. So oh, there's no babe. rhyme or reason to it. I I feel so bad for you, it, like truly bad for you, because I have diabetes, and I I don't have to worry about it that much. It, you know, I I take my Ozempic oh shot, and I'm I'm fine. But when like, I bottom, I. It wipes me out. Do oh, I know. I I bottomed out in the hospital. Remember, yeah, and I it, couldn't even move. No, nah, at it, all. It wipes me out for like the day. And the fucking nurse, it was at sixty, yeah. and he's like, "Oh no, this is good." I'm like, dude, I can't move a limb. Mm-hmm. I, I'm in bad shape. Yeah, and it's when I when I bottom, I look like I'm having a stroke, but I'm sweaty. Yeah. Oh, when I'm were, high, when I, I look like I'm having a stroke, but I'm yes. not sweaty. That's when I touched you, when we were on the rooftop, you at least came up there, and Jax yeah. was so excited. It was a great rooftop oh, bar, gorgeous view. Oh my god, amazing! But when I touched you and you were like soaked, yeah, I was like, she's she's was, in bad shape. I was struggling. Yeah, so I that's probably why I, should have gone in, but you, you probably should. have. I didn't want to spend. An a extra night. two days in an Austin hospital and freak right. Jacks out. So. Right. Mm-mm. But yeah, I, yeah. I felt bad. But uh, regardless, we still had a great time. Oh yeah, um, great time. New York. I was sick. Mm-hmm. I my eye was all fucked up, so I didn't get to enjoy New York. So we, we are taking the rest of the year off. We're we're taking the rest of trips. the year off. We we have one more trip set in Milwaukee next month. We got invited to a play. Which is at an actual theater. Yeah, that's really it's cool. a true crime play, mm-hmm. and there's question and answer after, mm-hmm. and we got invited, which it's is be great. awesome. <clears throat> so Milwaukee's a great town, two hour drive if that. If that. So you know we'll knock that out. Yeah. Um, but that'll be a good time. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that that's it for the year. We need a break. Yeah. <laughs> we need a break. I love traveling. I do. It's oh, I, I love it's, it too. And I, it's I, just so hard. I can't take that much time off work. Yes, and, you know, right. we're driving 16 hours through the night, getting home at three in the morning and I have to be at work at seven and it's a lot. It's a lot. And to be honest with you, the driving, 
like everyone's like, oh my god, you drive that I far. I enjoy it. I enjoy it. Yeah, I, I like seeing the sights. On top of the I, fact, I like when you guys like when I'm driving and you guys are knocked out. Yeah, and you could do your own yeah, thing. Yeah, like the when we drove to to Texas, we we started in the middle of the night. Yeah. So by the time the sun came up, we were driving through the Ozarks. Yeah. And you guys were knocked the fuck out, and I, I it was quiet. It was gorgeous driving. It was great. Yeah. I don't mind it at all. No, so. I, I, I love the driving. Yeah. I have no problem with Mm-mm. it. You know, 16 hours, though, is probably but now that, my cutoff. But you know what? When we first started doing it, <laughs> I was making those 19-hour drives by myself. You, now you're you driving, doing, yeah. which is good. That helps. Yeah. So, yeah. Let me make sure I don't press fucking stop again. Dummy. Jesus. Um, <sighs> But I'm surprised that. Last time when we came back from New York, you totally forgot to tell the story about Jax and his titty. He saw a titty. Not his titty. Not his titty, but he saw a titty yeah. in real life. He did. He did. You got to tell the story. This it's amazing. Fucking, we were at a rest stop, two in the afternoon. This woman had to pee. She was trucking. Nothing was stopping her. And I get it. Listen, you got to go. When you got to go, go, you got to go. go. Yeah. So she was wearing a cami. And I was watching her oh, run. Oh, you know it's coming and out. I'm like, Those are flopping oh, out. Oh, God. I was like, her titties coming out. And Jax was like five feet behind me. Yeah. And it was like slow motion Baywatch. She was like taking <laughs> steps. And like all of a sudden you see a nipple. And I was like, there it is. And Jax goes. <gasps> and she literally, she looked at me. She looked down, pulled her shirt up. Didn't even break fucking stride. Just didn't even care. Running. Did not even care. I stopped and I looked at Jax and I was like. You just saw a titty, didn't you? And he's like, <laughs> her whole nipple came out. And I was like, uh-huh. And he's like, she did not care. And I was like, she had to pee, man. I know. You got to pee, you got to pee. He's like, I have to go tell dad. <laughs> I, have, I, have to, I have to go tell dad. I was like, I have to go tell everyone. I know, right? So Jackson oh, saw a titty. Oh, man, he saw his first titty. Yep. Uh, yep. And it was, the poor guy. The poor. I mean, the lady was like. 50 something yeah she's she and she had to fucking pee i don't think she can't she wouldn't care jesus christ himself came down oh, and put that she, fucking cami down yeah. she's like nope, you gotta pee, i gotta, you gotta go pee. and when you get to a certain age you don't give a fuck. you do fuck. not care once you have babies it, and yeah and everyone's seen all your vagina yes. gloriness is hanging out there you don't right. give a shit you don't who cares whatever yeah it is what it is but mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. But other than that, in Texas, man, was it a huge Loved. event. It was giant. Yep. We got to see Topanga. Who has not aged. She's a Benjamin Button. She sucks. She, yeah. But everybody <laughs> she was looks like. identical. Topanga. I know. Like, her line was she the long. So there was good. a lot of, like, big names there, and her line was the longest. Yeah. Because <laughs> everybody our age is like, oh, it's Topanga. It's Topanga. Oh and then God. Jonathan Moxon. We saw Jonathan Moxon. Oh, my God. Poor Jax, because he already <laughs> hates us. <laughs> Miss Davis, will you go problem me? If he hears uh, it's a fucking 10 one more time, he's probably going to hit us. <laughs> and the people we were with just jumped right on our fucking bandwagon. I know. started yelling wieners on the window. And Jax was like, I fucking hate all of you. I know. All of you. I hate all of you. But, yeah, we got to see him. He, um. He's very skinny. He's very skinny. He's tall. Not what I expected, but he 
He's up there now for me with Ryan Gosling and Jake Gyllenhaal. Oh, Jake. I I have a man crush on him, and Big. he had scru- like scruffage, so I he looked good. Jake Gyllenhaal. He looked good. Hmm. Yeah. I'm just yeah, Jake Gyllenhaal. So those are my man crushes. Yeah. Which, by the way, so one of my girlfriends is on um, what are they? B- B- Bumble. Yeah, Bumble. Bumble. She's like Red Bumble or no? Uh, you're I, thinking of Red Bubble where you got your book thing from? Oh yeah. No, but I don't fucking know. I, One of those dating things. Okay. But she's like, "Hey, do you want to see the guy that I matched with?" And I'm like, "Yeah." And I was sitting like dispatching, and she comes up and she shows me her phone, and I did a quick glance, and then I stopped and was like, "What the?" I would have sworn to God it yeah. was you. Really? Yes. And she's like, I literally only kept the match with him to show you this because I looked at it and went, motherfucker. Oh, it's not Mark. <laughs> she said yeah, as soon as she swiped, she was like, motherfucker, I'm going to kill the." What was his name? I don't even know. We didn't even get that far. Like Mark Schmishmarski. Right. But she saw it first and she first thought was it was you and she was going to save the picture to show me. Oh, I mean, it girl code could have been your fucking twin. I mean, I side eyed it for gamer. a second and I was like, what? What the fuck? Oh, that's not him. <laughs> yeah, mind. you don't have to worry. I don't know how to use those yeah. apps. I, I don't, I don't I mean, even know how to use OnlyFans. Down to the tattoos. Really? Could have been you. Yep. No shit. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Wow. There's a copper in our area, too, who looks like you. And he's been around here for a while because I've seen him a couple times. Yeah. And, you know, when you could walk like a normal person years ago, I saw him coming oh, out thanks. of Speedway. And I was like, hey, babe, what are you doing? Oh, you are not my husband. And he just looked <laughs> at me. Was he like, like, hey, babe, how are you like, doing? <laughs> no, I'm not. And I'm like, I suck. And he's like, you're fine. I was like, no, I'm going to think about this until I'm 97. This if I if I was him, I would have been like, hey, baby, how I, you doing? I, I was like, baby, how what you are you doing, doing, girl? Oh, fuck, that's not you. <laughs> that's great. Yeah. And I saw him the other day at the gas and wash. I was oh, like, did yeah, you really? my fake husband. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's great. And oh. I'm pretty sure that I see your buddy and his new wife at the gas and wash like my every fucking morning. Who's my buddy? The one who just got married. Uh, He was a a wrestler guy with you guys that lives out here. He goes on the river all the time. Oh, yeah. 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 I I swear to God, I see him every morning. But like, they're looking at me and I'm looking at them and I'm like, is it really them? And I think they're looking at me like, is it really them? No, it it is. They live out here. Yeah. All right. Well, maybe I'll say hi next time. Yeah. They live out here. Was he bald? I don't know. He has a hat on. Okay, yeah, he usually does wear a hat, but he's he's got a gray beard and yeah. a shaved head. I'm, I swear to God, it's them every morning. Yeah, <clears throat> it, it it is. Next time, say hello. I we just stare at each other like we know each other, <laughs> right? Do we we're know Facebook each other? friends? Wait, I know. Well, look at me and the one I was just talking about. Right, we were Facebook friends for a fucking year, and then literally walked right past each other and didn't even know it. Right. So. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Now I'm buying her blingy hook things for her car. Oh, yeah. isn't that sweet? Yeah. She was ready to fucking murder you, though, when she thought it was you. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. She's like, I wish you could have heard. I was yeah, Motherfucker. Oh. No, you don't have to worry. I don't know how to use those no. things. So. Yeah. I don't even know what it's called. 
Uh, I don't either. I I thought you were talking about Red Bubble or whatever. Which, by the way, I had to ask. Who the fuck did I ask about that? I'm like, what the fuck is Red Bubble? What is this? And some they had to tell me what it was. I was like, yeah, you you order merchandise. Yeah, yeah. So I ordered like a poster of your book. Yeah, of my book, so we could hang it up. I don't even remember who I was talking to. So all my days blend. Yeah, I don't even know. Is it Saturday? Yeah, it's Saturday because okay. right. tomorrow's football Sunday. Okay. Yeah, I had to think about it. So, um, but anyways, do we have any new Patreons? We do, and I think I'm missing a few from this <clears throat> list. Actually. Okay, and people are still having problems I, with Patreon. I don't know. I like, guys, we are trying every day. I, I, yeah, and there is nothing we. There's no other site we can go on. Like Patreon no. is it. So we do apologize, but like, man, almost every day we're having issues with no, Patreon. So, someone's messaging yeah. me. Someone's messaging Jamie. I feel bad. We are trying. We call them. We call their customer support. And I don't even think we they text know their how support. To fix it no, at they this don't. Point, You're so. right. So we yeah. do apologize, guys. But if you do want to become a Patreon and get ad free. All the bonus episodes, we have several tiers that you could choose from. Um, And we got extra stuff, too. Like this month, the 16th, we have our sergeants and lieutenant tiers. Mm -hmm. We're going to have a Zoom meeting, question and answer. So Those are fun. Yeah, they're they're fun, so you get some extra stuff. But if you're interested, www.patreon.com forward slash death do us part the number one not o n e <laughs> not the oneaters yeah not the oneaters just one fucking love that <clears throat> and oh. um we just did jeffrey Epstein, and our next patreon episode we are gonna do giselle yeah maxwell one of the girls at work was like i cannot wait for jeffrey Epstein to come out and i was like uh it's out. It's out. She's literally sent me a screenshot of her Spotify, and she's like, I don't see it. And I'm like, it's because you're not a Patreon. You're not a Patreon. She was like, God damn it. She sought me out at work, <laughs> and she forgot her boots. Oh. But she was like, how do I become a Patreon? Ooh, mm-hmm. yeah. You got to sign up to get the goods. She's so cute, because every time I run into her in the garage, she's like, I'm listening. But with Jeffrey, there was just so much. Oh, my God. It would have been 112 parts. It, yeah, there was so much, but there was so much with Giselle. Galeen. I like Giselle because jizz. Yes. <laughs> so that's what I call her. Shocking. But anyways, Maxwell. I'll yeah. call her Maxwell. Um, there's so much more with so Maxwell. So we're just going to do our own. So we're going to do. She's our own show. She, so, exactly. Mm-hmm. We're, we're going to do a Patreon episode on Maxwell. That's going to be our next Patreon yeah. episode. So, yep. um, so why don't you uh, rattle off our uh, new Patreons? So we have um, Melissa. Melissa, thank you. Amanda. Amanda, thank you. Lisa. Lisa, thank you. Oh, her email address is funny. Um, <clears throat> Michael. Michael, thank We're you. more boys. Yeah, the boys. Uh, Caitlin. To town. Caitlin, thank you. Aubrey. Aubrey, I like that name. Love that name. Mary. Mary. Uh, Jean. 
Jean, thank and you. Daniel. And Daniel, thank you. Yeah, we are getting some more boys. We are. And I saw right, in my like email that. kind of driving when I shouldn't have been checking my email, but we've yeah. had a few people bump up in tears, so I yes, appreciate I you for that. that. Thank you. And it, I got a question today from someone who asked, they bumped up, I believe, to a sergeant or lieutenant and asked if they will get the link to the Zoom meeting. Yeah. Yes, you do. Yep. If if you bump up, you, yep. you definitely get the link. Absolutely. So. Mm-hmm. So that is uh that's about it. Um we have a great case in store today. This one's fucking weird. It's very weird. And I don't know too much about it, so I, it's I'm gonna be surprised. It's more common than you would think, and I'll get into that. But Okay. Yeah. I I'm I I think you're gonna surprise me with quite a bit. I gotta try not to knock everything down because I have my computer, my tablet, and my phone. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. I had to do it on different things. (laughs) Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off, my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. All right. Here we go. You ready? I'm ready. So I don't have much background on the two. There's not a lot of background, huh. um, which I don't like. I like to start from the uh, Yeah, the, I, the I, I, I like the beginning. I, I mean, I, I guess like we're background. starting from one of our backgrounds. So Okay. Um. So in 1995, Stephen Plato was a 20-year-old man living in New York. Um, <clears throat> this was right around the time that chat rooms and all that shit was coming out and becoming popular and becoming a thing. I am messages. Uh, yep. So he ended up meeting uh, a girl, because she was a girl, by the name of Alyssa, <clears throat> who was 15. Ooh. She lived in Texas. Yeah. He starts grooming her over the internet very early on and at some point goes to Texas to San Antonio to get her. Really? She runs away from home and And, goes to New York with him. Okay. He lives in New York. He lives in New York. Yep. Okay. She was in Texas. He went and got her. Wow. So he 100% groomed her and it didn't take very long before she was moving across the country to move in with him. Jeez. Very shortly after that, at 16, she became pregnant. Oh, man. In January of 1998, when Alyssa was 17, she gave birth to their first daughter, who they named Denise. Um, <clears throat> D-nice. Stephen had issues, clearly had issues. You think? That really just seemed to be exacerbated by the birth of their child. Okay. Um, Alyssa instantly fell in love. With Denise. Yeah. Was her world. Uh, the same could not be said for Stephen. Why? He just didn't want a girl? He or tortured this fucking child. Why? He tortured this child. Because he's an asshole. What a dickhead. <clears throat> there was no reason for it. Yeah. <clears throat> he would cover her mouth when she cried. Oh my God, dude. <clears throat> he would pinch her until she bruised. And you asshole. At some point, he started putting her in a cooler. 
And sometimes he would leave the door open, but more times he would not. And he would refuse to let Alyssa get her out of the cooler until she was almost suffocating. What is this guy's Mm -hmm. deal? When Alyssa would finally be allowed to get her out of the cooler, she'd be crying and sweating and be completely out of breath. You think so? So Alyssa said that she would just lock herself and the baby in the bedroom and just apologize to Denise for the life that she was having. Oh my God, that's terrible, babe. For fear of her daughter's safety and her daughter's well-being and what kind of life this child was going to have... Alyssa made the heartbreaking decision at the end of um, the summer of 1998 to put Denise up for adoption. Oh, that's terrible. She was eight months old. <clears throat> she Babe, was, this is terrible. Yeah, it doesn't get better either. So, oh. um, <clears throat> Denise was adopted almost immediately. She was adopted by an, an awesome couple by the name of Anthony and Kelly from Dover, New York. Uh, they renamed her Katie Rose. I like that. And um, she just fit right in. They had two biological daughters, of, so two daughters by birth. Yeah. You know, um, so she had sisters. Anthony was a corrections officer. And from what I could tell, Kelly was a stay-at-home mom. And Katie fit in like she was there from the get-go. She grew up in a very happy and healthy ho- household after the eight months that she had of torture. Right. Um, Art became a huge part of her life. She was focused on... that's cool. ...showing women and encouraging women that they could rise above the societal norms and boundaries of being a woman. Awesome. Um, She was also a typical teenager who was looking forward to graduation and was planning on going straight to college to study digital marketing. Hmm. She was smart. Smart kid. Yeah, it sounds like it. So in January of 2016, Katie turned 18 and her adoptive mom, Kelly, took her to get her first tattoo. She got a diving helmet that said, be brave. Oh, that's cool. In August of 2016, Katie graduated high school. Now, the original plan was for her to go straight to college. For some reason, she decided that she wanted to find her biological parents. Now, Anthony and... Um, Kelly were very open with her. She knew she was adopted. She had known all along that she was adopted. Yeah. But she didn't know anything about her birth parents or why she was put up for adoption. Mm. And she would say she was always happy. She, She grew up in a great household, but she always felt like a piece of her was missing. And it wasn't something that she would be able to fulfill without meeting her biological parents. It was like the one thing that her adoptive parents couldn't give her. Yeah. Was that piece, you know. Yeah. So she ended up finding her biological parents on Facebook. Wow. And tracked them down. (laughs) Okay. So she discovered that not only were they still together, but she had two sisters. Interesting. Mm -hmm. So Alyssa ended up staying with Stephen for this long out of fear for herself and her safety or fear of what would happen if she tried to leave. Right. Uh, Stephen would threaten that if she left, he would blow his brains out. And if she wasn't in the area, he would find a way to tape it and send it to her so she could see it. What the fuck? The years of mental and emotional abuse had had literally just broken this woman. Yeah. Broken her. And, you know, everybody says, why didn't you just leave? I. It's not that easy. If it was, 
they would just leave. Right. It's it, just not it that It takes easy. an average of seven times of leaving to be gone for good. Right. And the most dangerous time is when you leave. Mm-hmm. On top of the fact, this <clears throat> girl was 15. It, yeah. She so didn't what, know what any better. What is she going to do? Yeah. She, she didn't know she any different. Know. Nope. Didn't know any different. Didn't know any better. He groomed her. Yeah. I mean, so I I hate when people say, oh, why didn't they just sleep? I, I'm sure if it was that easy, they would. So don't ask a stupid fucking question. Exactly. So uh, in 2006, Stephen and Alyssa ended up getting married and they had their second daughter a year after that. And then their third daughter was born six years after that. So there's a little bit of a different uh, yeah. age gap, you know, which yeah. is fine. Our kids are gapped like that and I fucking love it. Um, <clears throat> now, for some reason, when it came to the treatment of his second and third daughters, History did not repeat itself with Stephen. He absolutely adored these girls. Really? Absolutely adored them. Oh, that's weird. Mm-hmm. He didn't treat his daughters like shit. He treated Alyssa like shit. Oh. Still, after all these years. Yeah. But her rationale was, as long as he's good to them, I'll take the brunt of it. Yeah, but you know? still. So, Katie had no idea how Stephen was with her when she was a child or how he was now with his mood swings and his volatile temper. Yeah. Um, she also didn't know that Alyssa was working multiple jobs just to keep the family afloat because Stephen could not keep himself employed. Oh, wow. All Katie saw was the happy Facebook pictures, and she knew that she wanted to be a part of it. That's what she wanted to do. Yeah. I have to switch devices now. Oh. I forgot my I could have just paused it instead of all the banging. I didn't think there was a lot of banging. That's what I she said. I hear more of you trying to dig dip out of there than I hear me. Whatever. Shut up. It's a lot of banging. Oh, my God. You just want to say bang. That's what she said. So, Katie, she very much loved her adoptive parents and her adoptive family, but she was searching for that sense of belonging, especially after seeing all the Facebook pictures and knowing that they were still together and she had sisters. And so... They ended up meeting in Nightdale, Nightingale, yeah, North Carolina. Okay. Okay. So here's what I don't understand. Katie decided that she was going to, or excuse me, it was Virginia. She she was just going to move with them. She, she moved in with them. That's weird. It's weird, isn't it? Yeah. Like she just. That's. It wasn't just like a, hey, let's have a meet and greet. It was, let me move in, let with, me you. Move in with you. That's very weird. So they did meet in Nightdale, North Carolina, but they ended up living in Virginia. Okay. Um, yeah, so, that, that's weird to me, babe. Now, her adoptive parents weren't thrilled with the idea, obviously. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But supported it because they didn't want her to be upset. Okay. So now... When Alyssa saw Katie. I think I would have a problem with that, though. I mean, they were very open with the adoption the whole time, though. Yeah, but I I think that would still bother me. I raised you, and you're leaving me. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Exactly. So now, Alyssa, she was just like when Katie was a baby. She was absolutely in love with her. They had so much in common, and they looked very, very similar. Mm -hmm. Um. She said that Katie was almost identical to what she looked like at that age. Hmm. So now her sisters from Alyssa and Stephen were 6 and 11 at the time. 
and they all seemed to just fit together perfectly. Yeah. She immediately started calling Alyssa and Stephen mom and dad. Wow. Um, it was, you know, for all intents and purposes from the outside, the all-American picture-perfect home. Mm-hmm. Um, her adoptive parents, Anthony and Kelly, weren't getting good feelings about it, obviously. I, yeah. They thought that things were moving too quick. And, I, I and this totally was agree with too them. Too good to be true. Yeah. You know? I totally agree. So everything looked great on the outside, but on the inside, Stephen and Alyssa, while they were still together, they were on the verge of separating. Oh. Um, they had not been sleeping in the same room for months at this point. And she just moves into this. Why? And I'm not I'm not victim blaming or victim shaming, but yeah. why Alyssa was not like this is not a good idea. Yeah. It's not. And I mean, I'm sure it was because it was her daughter. She was back after 18 years and everything. But like. Right. Why would you think that was a good idea? Yeah. So. I don't don't understand that. I think think adoption is such a a fragile subject that like. It is. Alyssa didn't want to. so is. Yeah. Alyssa didn't want to come off as she was abandoning her for a second time, I guess. Right. And her adoptive parents probably didn't want to stand in the way yeah you know so like everybody's in a hard fucking position here everybody's in in a rock and a hard spot so right um Alyssa at this point had finally gotten fed up with the emotional and the mental abuse um Stephen would punch walls and throw furniture and yell at everybody and break shit at one point um a neighbor's cat got into their garage Sorry about that. And because Stephen didn't like cats, he beat the cat to death with his bare hands. Oh, that's a psychopath right there. And then threw it out in the garbage. That's a psychopath right there. It's... uh, Donald's triad. Um, So Alyssa was super concerned for Katie being put into a situation that she wasn't sure Katie was old enough to understand. So she felt that the best thing to do would be to tell Katie what happened when she was a baby and why Alyssa put her up for adoption. Mm-hmm. Katie didn't care. She didn't care. Mm. For one reason or another, she really just didn't care. Wow. Um, Alyssa felt that with Katie being legally an adult, this was the extent of what she could do to try and protect her. Yeah. Stephen, on the other hand, was doing essentially the opposite. He was just in awe of Katie when she showed up and it almost seemed like the grooming was starting all over again. Oh boy. And Alyssa was kind of starting to see these signs but didn't want to think that she was seeing them, you right. know. Yeah. So Stephen started dressing better and he started dressing in like a younger <sighs> like fashion. What a creep. Um he for the first time in years, decades, shaved his beard and grew his hair out. Wow. So for the first time in a very long time, he seemed to care what somebody else thought about him. Mm, That's a sign of something. Six weeks after Katie moved in, Alyssa noticed that Stephen had started sleeping on the bedroom floor of Katie's room. They are in a 2,000 square foot home with four bedrooms. Yeah. There's four bedrooms and two other kids. What are you doing? Mm -hmm. So Alyssa is now really starting to see all the signs of what he did with her when she was 15. 
So when she found him sleeping on the floor again, she confronted him and he flipped the fuck out and told her to mind her own fucking business. Whoa. Hey, yo. He grabbed Katie and the two of them left the house. Now, in November of 2016, Alyssa was like, I I cannot sit here and watch this. And I cannot put my two other children in the same situation that Katie was in. That's why we we adopted her. You know, we had her adopted. Exactly. So Alyssa grabbed the two youngest girls and moved out. Well, finally. Good. She got got out. She got out. Good for her. Katie decided to stay with Steven. Oh, man, is she groomed. Which is weird. Yeah, she's groomed totally. So for the first time in 20 years, Alyssa was alone and she was thriving. Thriving. On her own, her and her two girls, trying to give them some semblance of a normal existence, you know. So she obviously kept the girls and Stephen would see them during his scheduled time. And for the first time in about eight months, Alyssa thought things were finally starting to calm down a little bit. Mm -hmm. Uh, She could not have been more wrong. In May of 2017, while cleaning, Alyssa found her 11-year-old's diary. Oh, boy. Um. We're, moms are going to read it. Oh, of course. You can you say all you want. About privacy. I'm going to give my kids their privacy. No, and bl- you bullshit. don't. You find your kid's diary, you're reading it. Yes. Shit. You live in this house. I, everything belongs to me. I'm sorry. I'm well, reading it. Shit, you've heard me tell our kids when they're like, it's my room. No. No. No, you it's are, not. You are being allowed to live in it. And like Leah's phone. Yeah. I, I would do surprise you know, checkups on her phone. It, it, it belongs to me, mm-hmm. sweetie. Yeah, yeah. It, it's, it's not, not your yours. room. I'm letting you live there. Exactly. Yeah. So it's a good thing she did, though, because the first thing she reads is, quote, she is pregnant and gaining weight. My oh, dad says her no. baby is my baby. Did he make her pregnant? Oh. And goes on to talk about how her dad says that she needs to call Katie her stepmom and she's no longer their sister. Oh, man, this is bad. So now Alyssa is put in a position where she has to ask her soon-to-be ex-husband if he impregnated their oldest daughter. Oh, When she asked him, his only response was, quote, I thought you knew. We're in love. What? He then told Alyssa that they were getting married. Wow. Now, this is an actual thing. I don't even know what to say. It's an actual thing, and I'm going to get into it. It's very, I mean, as common as something like this can be Mm -hmm. with adopted families. Right. It's called genetic sexual attraction. I'll get into it a little bit later. I'll explain it. Jesus. So Alyssa uh, immediately called the police and reported him and then filed uh, protection orders for her and her two youngest kids. Yeah. Uh, the police immediately start an investigation and in May 31st, Henrico... Hey, my birthday. Yep. Henrico County Child Advocacy Center interviewed the two youngest girls. It was confirmed that they were told... Oh, Sorry. Oh my God, you're Um, and you're drinking red line too, babe. I'm so tired. Um, so it was confirmed that the two youngest were told that Katie was pregnant by their dad, and they had been instructed to refer to Katie as their stepmom. He also told them to not tell anyone, or they would get made fun of. 
it then came out that he was forcing them to sleep in the same bed as him and Katie. This is ridiculous. On July 20th of 2017, Katie and Steven were married. Oh, my God. They lied on the documents to get the marriage license about being related. And they were married in Parkton, Maryland at the end of a lake or at the edge of a lake. Excuse me. Um, Katie ended up uploading pictures and they both wore black and Katie was very, very pregnant. And if you didn't know the situation, you would think that these photos were sweet. And it was it was it was a, a, cu- good, a union. good couple. Yes. Um, Stephen's mother and Katie's adoptive parents were there. Oh, my God. Yeah. Now, they said that they weren't okay with it, but they said that there wasn't anything they could do or they would lose her. Mm-hmm. You know, do you say, don't do this, don't do this, and then hope she doesn't walk away? Right. So everybody's, like I said, is in just it's a, a really position. shitty position, yeah, you know? It's a terrible position. So in September of 2017, Katie gave birth to their son, Bennett Kieran, and Katie, similar to Alyssa, was immediately smitten with her son. Mm-hmm. Um, now there's this pending investigation into them. So the couple ended up moving to North Carolina. In January of 2018, both Katie and Stephen were arrested for incest of an adult, adultery, and delinquency. Wow. They were charged and brought back to Henrico, Virginia, where they were held on an original $1 million bond. Whoa. Now, they ended up lowering the bond, but attaching conditions to it. Okay. Okay. So Katie could not contact Stephen and had to move back to New York with her adoptive parents. Good. And Stephen could not contact any of his daughters. Good. Um, Stephen's mother was given uh, custody of Bennett. Mm. Now, Stephen couldn't contact his daughters, but there was nothing really outlining anything for Bennett. And he, I mean, he was still a baby, obviously. Yeah. So Stephen's attorney pushed the fact that the relationship was consensual. And Stevens, she's groomed. Yeah, and Stevens being quote head over heels in love with Katie quote outweighed the issue of them being biologically related. Oh come on! See, sir, that's not how this works. No, no, no. not at all. Mm-mm. But it, it's a lawyer, so mm-hmm. he's got to come up with something. He blamed the whole thing on Stevens' marital issues with Alyssa. Of course. Yeah. Now. It's a thing. Like I said, it's called genetic sexual attraction. Yeah. Okay. So this is, I don't want to say phenomenon because that's not the, that the word I'm looking for. But it is, it's, uh, I totally lost my place. So essentially, it's when biological parents are separated from their biological children and then meet up years later. Wow. They say that there's a hardwiring between their parents between parents and children, right? Mm-hmm. And you develop this relationship over time as your children grow. But when you're separated yeah. and there's no time for that that hard wiring and the bonding to happen, yeah, it all comes flooding through when you meet 20 years oh, later. Oh, that's so weird. Yeah. That is so weird. It happens a lot. So one of the big things with the genetic sexual attraction is... You know, some people think it's junk science. Um, other people think it's actually a sign of um, narcissism. 
Yeah. Which I, I, I could see. I could see yeah. that. Yeah. So they're arrested. They have this no contact order, obviously. Um, Stephen's attorney's an idiot. Um, but it would seem that time away from Stephen did Katie a world of good. Mm-hmm. She decided that, you know, after a couple months, that this wasn't what she wanted out of her life. Good. She gave up all of her goals and her hopes and her dreams and, you know, gave it up for him. Yeah. And decided, you know, with the help of her adoptive parents, that this wasn't what she wanted. Good. So on April 11th, 2018, Katie called Stephen and broke up with him. Good. Um, Good for her. She felt that this was her first step in getting her life back. Yeah. He did Absolutely. not. He, oh, did he flip out? Oh, yeah. Oh, boy. So he, that night, went to his mother's house and picked up Bennett. He said he was taking Bennett to see Katie. Um, that Katie had just called him and broke up with him. I just realized the irony of that. Um, but, you know, Katie just called him and broke up with him, and he was taking Bennett to go be with her, but he would be back. Okay. So, um, trigger warning. It would soon be discovered, though, that shortly after Stephen picked up baby Bennett from his mom, he um, suffocated him. and Oh, Jesus. Um, On April 12th, very early in the morning, Katie and her adoptive father, Anthony, went to her grandmother's house super early in the morning. On Tuesdays and Thursdays, Anthony would drive her to Dover, Connecticut, to um, to her grandmother's house to help clean up and do chores and, mm-hmm. and help her grandma, really, just to earn some extra money. Yeah. Now, Stephen knew that this was her routine. And unbeknownst to them, he had driven 500 miles throughout the night and had been watching them from across the street when they left the house. Oh, fucking creepo. They had no idea he was even in the state. What a creep. Now, surveillance footage would show Stephen in a parking lot watching them and then following them. They stopped at a stop sign at Route 7 and Route 55 in Milford, Connecticut. And before um, Katie and Anthony knew what was happening, Stephen pulled up beside them and pulled out an AR-15. Oh, my God. And lit the car up. Oh, my God. And then drove away. At 8.40 a.m., police found both Katie and her dad dead in the truck with multiple gunshot wounds to both their heads and torsos. Jesus. Uh, About five minutes after Stephen shot them, he called his mother at 8.45 a.m. He told her that he had killed Katie and he killed Anthony and told her that he had killed Bennett the night before and that he could be found in a bathroom closet. What? A psycho. He instructed her to call the police, but she was not to go into the house herself and to give the police the key under the mat. His mother did just that. She called the police and said, quote, my son just called me and he told me he, oh my God, he killed his baby and he's in the house. Police go into the house and they find Bennett exactly where Stephen said he would be. He was in a bathroom closet, and he had died from asphyxiation from having his torso squeezed. Oh, my God, babe. That's terrible. He squeezed him to death. Now, do you think, just your opinion, do you think mental illness is part of this, or do you think he just was so in love 
what do you think? I don't know. I don't know. This, I'm, I'm this kind whole of... situation is, is very weird to me. I think with him, narcissism was a huge oh, factor. Oh, I, I think that played um, a huge part. And I think as far as mental illness, I think I, 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 I don't really think that there was a lot of mental illness there. I think he was evil. Yeah. And I think he was a narcissist and he lost what he wanted and he was going to get his way whether they wanted it or not. Yeah. So. I'm kind of twisted. Yeah, on I'm still a little what, torn on it. Yeah, on what I think. Now, 15 minutes later, Stephen was found dead from a self-inflicted gunshot wound. Good. Fuck him. Yep. Now. Good. I hope it it was painful. I I hope to God it was. He squeezed a seven-month-old baby. How do you do that? To death. How in the hell do you do that? You're looking at him. You're looking at your baby. You're looking at your own child. Your baby. Who can't fight back. Right. can barely fucking roll over. Can't do anything. Mm -hmm. Yep. Oh, my God. What in the world? So, Katie and Bennett um, were buried together. Uh, and she was buried next to her her adoptive dad, Anthony. Yeah. Uh, Nightingale, or excuse me, Nightdale, North Carolina Police Chief Lawrence Caps told reporters, "Quote: Events like this are not common in our community. Unfortunately, they are not uncommon in society. We are heartbroken and saddened over the death of this child, and like you, we are trying to make sense of all the factors that led up to this senseless taking of life." Yeah. Unreal. Unfucking believable. Yeah. Unreal. Now, think of his other two children. Yeah. How the fuck do you explain that to somebody? How can you? My dad shot himself after he shot my sister, who was also my stepmom. And yeah. my brother, who was also my brother. My what? what? Oh, my God. What a mess. Mm-hmm. How do you explain how, how that? How terrible. Yeah. Dude, you just, like... You have to think of not just you. you you've but destroyed the ripple so effect. Yes, you've destroyed so many lives. Mm-hmm. You, you the just, ripple effect. Yeah, exactly. You shot yourself, but you have destroyed the lives of your two children, your yeah. other oh, two yeah. children. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Destroyed Absolutely. them. How do they explain that? Yeah, I, I wouldn't even know where to start. No, you don't. Wow. Mm-hmm. I, I don't even know what to say. So that is the story of Stephen Plato. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Yep. Terrible. I, I just... I... I don't think he was mentally ill. I, 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 I don't think that I think he was mentally ill. I really think he just was evil. I think it's he was hard, evil. Though. I... I I don't know. I'm torn. I, I, I think it was a little bit of both. I mean. I don't know. I, I To I fall in more... love with your daughter, I, I think there there is some kind of mental illness no, to sa- start like, with. I mean, it's it's hard with the. I, I know what they're saying. Termed, but but... I, I, I know what they're saying, but babe, it's so weird. Well, because like more so for the parent. Because. You obviously you fathered this child. Yeah. You were there when she was born. You were there when she was a baby. Right. 
So like it's different, I feel like, for the parent aspect of it than it is the child aspect of it. The child is just, they're latching on to family. Yeah. You know? Oh, my I, God. Yeah. What a terrible, mm-hmm. terrible story. I would be more apt to lean towards mental illness if he wasn't such a twat face before. Right. I mean, he to begin with, he's a narcissist. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I mean, and he wanted what he wanted. And that was it. He was just going to take it. And he was set on that. Mm-hmm. Yep. But I, I don't know. I, I think I'm still kind of torn. This one's a weird one. It's a hard one. It's very hard. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know. But thank you for digging in, into that one. Oh, you're very welcome. Um, by the way, did you hear about oh my God. the thief that ran into the one wet cement? No. It turned him into a hardened criminal. Oh my God, babe. Oh. <laughs> Guys, are they getting worse? They're getting worse. They're aren't getting they? better. They're getting worse. They're getting better. I'm still mm-hmm. using my mom's joke book. Of course you are. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Unbelievable. Uh, mm-hmm. So, guys, I hope you enjoyed that one. Um, like we said in the beginning, our n- next Patreon episode is going to be of Maxwell. Right. Giselle. Galene. Giselle. Mm-hmm. Maxwell Galene. Um, what is our next regular episode? I don't know. You said you wanted to do one, but I think I want to do a different one first, so... We have a couple requests mm-hmm. uh, from our discussion page, mm-hmm. so maybe we should pick one yeah. off of that. Yeah. And uh, I think I know which next. one I might do. And we apologize; it's been a week, but it's it's been a very long week. Jamie yeah. has been working her ass off, and no sleep, nope. and you know, with the trip and yeah. stuff like that. So. Uh, we promise it'll just be a couple days. Oh yeah, and yeah. Episode one hundred and four will uh, will come out, but uh, yeah, we're we're still deciding. Like I said on our discussion page, uh, we got quite a few uh, requests on there, so maybe we'll just take uh, a look. We'll take a look and uh, take one one from there. I think someone posted the Haddonfield murders. Do you know what that is? I ain't doing that. No way, man. Michael Myers. No. No. <laughs> I laughed when I saw <laughs> that. <laughs> nope. What a goof, man. No. That, that, that was funny. That made me giggle. Now I'm going to have nightmares. <laughs> Great. Yeah, that Good made me Lord. giggle. But uh, guys, whatever platform you listen to us on, hit that five-star liking uh, like, follow, subscribe, tell your friends, tell your family. Yes. You guys have been great, man. We uh, we appreciate you guys. Patreons, we love you guys. You're the best. Yes. Um, but, yeah, we, I, I just can't say enough about, you know, the support from you guys. Yep. You know, it's I, we never expected this. So, you know, thank you guys. We love you. We're one big happy family. Yep. And uh, we will be talking to you soon. Bye. Bye.
Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.